Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. This is your host, KB. I'm a lifestyle designer, intuitive healer, and a creator of a wellness workspace called the KB Apothecary. Welcome to my world. We're cultivating a lifestyle environment based with quality of consciousness for all, here to unveil your authentic truth. What does that mean? Listen in to find out because we are all multi hyphenate beings. So join me on the ride. It's getting deep. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Just Be an Honest podcast show. This is your lifestyle designer, your mindset coach, KB, here. Hi. How you doing? Are you just happy as a clam to be listening to the show? I know I am. So pumped to be here because, I mean, believe it or not, we are rapidly moving along with this 2021 year. I cannot even believe it. I feel like, you know, it's, you know, Halloween and then it's like the rest of the year is gone. All the holidays are coming. They're all coming. So that brings me to my question. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Do you feel like the rush is on? Um, I kind of feel like a lot of people forgot about what we went through in 2020 with the lockdown and being separated. And I feel like, and I'm just going to toot my horn a little bit, but I feel like people are taking things for granted once again. Uh, relationships, just community, and the little things in life. I think people are just like forgetting about all those blissful moments and just kind of going back into the, oh my gosh, this gift is not going to be here this time, or I have to go mingle with Aunt Susie, and I haven't seen her in 10 years, and I really hate being in that environment or that situation. And perhaps your, <clears throat> I'm just going to say, anxiety levels are rising. Um, do you feel me? Do you hear me on that? So... That is what the show is going to be about today because during the holiday season, it can be very touch and go for some people. Some people get along swimmingly with their family members, their friends, um, or whomever they're going to be joyously hanging out with. Some people have not so fond memories going on. And I really think it's important to kind of like step back and tune into yourself and figure out what is going to work for you? So today's episode, episode number 199, can you believe it? One freaking 99 is all about how to maintain a happy and healthy mindset this holiday season. Yes. So there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of pomp and circumstance coming on here. Um, yeah. So let's just dive in because, you know, I'm going to be the first to admit this. Yeah. So I love holiday music. I love it. I love the the beauty and the glory of it, the decorations and everything. But I honestly have a love-hate relationship with the holidays. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. So... I mean, like you, I get really excited about just people like consuming the eggnog, making the gingerbread houses, making the sugar cookies. 
you know, all the recipes that my Mima used to make, all those things. It's fun, right? Um, you know, and then you have those lists, right? To buy everyone the best gifts. Um, and then you think to yourself, oh my gosh, they don't either appreciate, remember what I got them, yada, yada, yada. And then, oh my gosh, I might regret it when it's finally <laughs> coming to time to remove the Christmas sweater, right? Take down the decorations and then you what? Have to pay off your credit card debt, right? That's just another added anxiety. All right. So it's not all about that, but it's just about like expectations, you know? I think a lot of the times people get so anxious, nervous, and just frazzled during this time of the year because there's une- like the expectations, they're like they don't exist, you know? Like you can't meet those expectations that you put out there and you shouldn't. So why not? I mean, this sounds horrible, but just, you know, like take it back, you know? Create simple pleasures, simple blisses. And, you know, some people really treat the holidays like a hibernation period and go all out. I know many people that do. And they'll work, you know, and worry about, (laughs) later on the fact, bikini season and bills when the snow melts, right? They kind of just, like, go all in. And then there's, like, the other people that completely abstain from the festivities and all of the consumerism, and they almost are so disciplined like a Buddhist monk. I don't know where I stand with any of these. Maybe I'm in the middle, but I think maybe I've gotten to the age and the realization, yeah, my sister is about to give birth to her fifth child, and I'm just like, this is horrible, but I'm at the point where I'm starting to forget who is what age. I'm You know, and so then it's like they have all the toys, all everything. They're so fortunate to have so many loving people around them that I'm like, do they need anything else? Do we need anything else? Do we need to give someone something just to give them something? I mean, why can't we just give them flowers or why can't we just give them a hug, you know? So I don't know exactly where I stand. Um... But basically, I kind of want to kind of put the question out there, you know, what if there was a way to indulge in the holidays and enjoy without missing out altogether? So finding that happy balance, that happy medium. So I just keep keep listening and you'll learn how to create the ultimate sweet spot for your holiday festivities. I'm going to tell six ways that we can do this together, right? All right, so number one, I'm just going to jump into this. Uh, Here we go, baby, because we don't have time to waste. But number one is to let go of perfection. Let go of perfection. And, you know, this is the toughest part for many people. Have you ever created the ideal fitness plan or health plan, followed it for a while, and then missed simply one day and it all fell apart? Think about that for a second. If this is you, I want you to be completely honest with yourself. It's actually quite normal and albeit unproductive. It's a very, very unproductive piece of human behavior, right? So, you know, what if you missed one day, forgave yourself, 
and then picked it back up the next day. Do you think that would be better for you than stopping altogether? Just because you didn't make it 100%. Hmm, think about that one. Now, this applies to all areas of your life. You said perhaps that you'd go to the gym every day, and this is just an example, right? But you only went five days, right? Five out of seven. You said perhaps maybe you would make 20 sales calls a day, but you only got up to 17. You said you were going to go completely sugar-free, but then you baked cookies for your holiday work party, and it was via Zoom. Who ate the cookies? Eh? So when you snub your commitment to yourself, you have a few options for moving forwards, okay? So when I describe these situations, they apply to most everything in your life, okay? But when you snub the commitment you have to yourself, you have a few options of moving forward. Number one, you can beat yourself up about it and stop trying, okay? You can have thoughts like, I should have known I couldn't do it. I never stick to anything that I say I'm going to do. Or, second option, acknowledge the fact that you broke an agreement with yourself and then forgive yourself. Have thoughts like, you know, I committed to working out every day, but I missed today. What can I do tomorrow to make it easier for me to follow through on my commitment? Okay, now that you've cleared the comp- cleared the air, baby, and you're creating space to make the next day more successful, just by clean- cleaning the slate clean, all right? Wow, I cannot talk. <laughs> Anyways, so now I want you to think for a minute about a friend or a family member, and What would you tell them if they missed one workout or even two? Would you encourage them to keep going or would you criticize them for messing up? Think about that one. It's really important to acknowledge that you broke an agreement with yourself, yes, but you don't have to accuse yourself. Just simply state it, release it, move along. You know, if you hold on to it and bury the emotions, the incident can turn into that thing we call shame, and it can be stored very deeply into your psyche. But if you bring it to the surface and release it, you can move forward with a clean slate. I promise. So what if you missed your workout yesterday? Can you go tomorrow? Are five workouts still better than zero workouts? 17 calls better than no calls. Hmm? I'm telling you right here and right now that there's no need to let slip-ups seep into your future potential. We're all human and no one is perfect. Instead of giving up, you can renegotiate your commitment to yourself. Try to find an accountability buddy. I mean, seriously, it works wonders. That's why a lot of people, I tell my clients this, you know, working out, if you're working out at home now and you're doing live workouts, those are the best accountability partners you could ever have. 
typing along, giving words of encouragement. You got it, girl. You got it, guy. What have you. You know, accountability is key. The goal here is progress, not perfection. Baby steps are better than no steps at all. I want you to seriously think about what the real goal is here in every move, every decision that you make. Are you really trying to work out every single day? Or are you trying to get into better shape so you can enjoy your life and feel good about your body? Think about that one. All right, the second tip I have for you today. I want you to ask, how can I, instead of, What if I fail? Around the holidays, it can be easy to notice what you don't have. Maybe your neighbors just got a new car, some like really fancy ritzy car, or your children's friends are all getting the latest Apple products. And perhaps all of these things are completely 100% out and beyond your budget. And you know that, and you're wise about that, you know? This is an excellent time to practice having an empowered attitude. Instead of giving and living in a, quote, poor me state of mind. You know, if you're a parent, this is an ideal opportunity to instill the value in your kids too. So kind of reciting that, the gratitude, right? So maybe you want to give your spouse a gift of a week-long trip to, say, Hawaii. And you're not really quite sure how to raise the funds, how you can raise the funds, right? So I'm going to give you two options about how your thought patterns could go in this particular scenario. The first one being, you know, I would love to take my partner to Hawaii, but I probably won't get that big of a bonus this year. I barely have enough to cover the bills and some small presents for the rest of the family. There is absolutely no way I can get through enough shifts at my job to earn an extra 4000 for the trip. You may even been thinking like, why did so-and-so get promoted instead of me? It's not fair. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Maybe I'll start planning for us to go next year. Drop the mic. So the second part of this is, I'm taking my partner to Hawaii in 2021, whatever year you want to put in there. I'm not sure exactly how I can figure it out, but I'm pretty resourceful. I'm a creative person. How can I make an extra $4,000? Who could I could, you know, maybe I can even call someone to ask for a money-making opportunity. What skills could I offer? See proactiveness. I just want to take a short break to share with you a couple of brands that I am sending to friends and family this holiday season. One being Lovebird Foods, grain-free cereal. Did you ever think there would become a day where cereal could actually be good for you? Yes, Lovebird Foods is made from all ingredients that you can pronounce and that is from the earth, like cassava flour, collagen, 
coconut, coconut oil, a little bit of sea salt, maybe a vanilla here and there, some cinnamon, touch of honey. Does that sound good or does that sound good? I know exactly how I would kind of mix this up during the holiday season or any sort of season. I make my at-home non-rice, Rice Krispie treats and um, give them out to friends and family. Add a little bit of sweet cocoa on there. Mm. Yes, can you say anything like a fa-la-la besides that? Well anyways, more about lovebird foods. Guys, we can all rise and fly together with this nutrient-dense food. No refined sugar is added. No sugar science is in there. And this is all to help support your gut health, right? Because we all know that the gut is the ruler of our lives. If we don't feel good, we're not gonna be feeling good, all right? So it's always organic, always grain-free, gluten-free, dairy-free, non-GML, no refined sugars as mentioned before, and no high potency, potency sweeteners such as stevia, monk fruit, or that quote-unquote natural flavors. I mean, what is that stuff? Yeah, it's pretty much just chemicals. Mm -hmm. And did I mention it's free from glyphosate? Yeah, glyphosate. You're like, what is that? That's Roundup. So you know that every bowl that you pour, every handful that you take um, is safe for you and your family. So you can buy it now and using code HONEST10, you can get 10% off. HONEST10 for 10% off at Lovebird Foods. Let me just summarize what I just said to you. Some people, when faced with their dreams and most of the challenges along the way in life, think about the what if. What if I don't make enough money? What if the flight prices go up and I can't afford it? What if things beyond go beyond my control getting in the way and I simply cannot do it? All right? And then there's the other people in the same exact situation that ask, how? How can I get the money? How can I create an opportunity for myself? And how can I, you know, reach out to a friend or a family member for advice, a suggestion? How can I use my skills, my network, and my resources to my advantage? Do you see the frequency and the vibrational energy of like what shifts? Think about that for a moment. This all goes back to that scarcity mindset. And you're focusing on what you don't have. You're activating a neural circuit that keeps you in basically survival mode. Stay in this state and you'll only get enough of what you're thinking about, right? Now, on the other hand, if you start feeling, you know, really exuberant and great and grateful about what you do have, and you're really, really in a place of abundance, you'll activate your motivation neural circuit, okay? Now, instead of being a victim of your circumstances, your brain will start to take charge and create the changes necessary to achieve your ultimate dreams. You'll start noticing perhaps opportunities that weren't there before. You'll be more aware of circumstances that can aid you in reaching your goals in every facet of it. You know, everyone in life has challenges and obstacles. The difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is the way that they actually perceive those obstacles. You know, successful people see a challenge and look for an opportunity. 
They believe there's always a way around or through anything that may be standing between them and their goal. They don't see failure as a tragic event. They see it as in pure feedback of what they can do differently the next time. Now, the unsuccessful people see a challenge right in front of them and don't bother looking over the obstacle or, you know, under, to the side, whatever direction you want to look at it. They just simply stop there. We're all faced with walls at some point. Am I right? So do you keep staring at the wall? Or do you look for ways to climb over it? Or maybe even just bust through it? All right. Step number three. Feeling grateful. I mentioned this before. Gratitude. And receiving gracefully and graciously. This is huge. You know, feelings of gratitude really, really nurture our individual mental health. It fortify and fortifies our bonds with people and enhances financial well-being on all aspects. When you express what you're grateful for, you activate your brain's neurochemistry for ultimate health and happiness. And that's the truth. Incorporating an overall gratitude practice into your daily routine also strengthens the neurocircuits for abundance. The benefits of gratitude practice occur at the psychological and neurobiological level. And the latest research that I have actually been reading up on on gratitude has found that when the brain feels gratitude, it activates areas responsible for feelings of reward, moral cognition, subjective value judgments, compassion, economic decision-making, and self-motivation. Wow, that's a lot of tools for your toolbox. And those are all good reasons to express what you're thankful for, right? It has amazing effects on your entire life as a whole. You know, neurons that fire together, wire together. And that is why I simply want you to focus on what Goods are attracting more goodness to your life, all right? This whole phenomenon starts happening when you start living from a place of presence and gratitude. You'll notice how many opportunities just start flowing in your direction. You'll be maybe like overwhelmed with like joy and happiness, like, oh my gosh, and then cultivating more gratitude. Ah! What a pleasure, right? And when you stop fixating on what you're lacking and start appreciating what you do have, I promise you, people will be drawn to your positivity and you will, in turn, provide more amazing things for you. Have you ever experienced a time when you weren't stressed out about perhaps getting money or better health and things just fell into place easily for you? Think about that. Marinate on that one. We all have moments where we get trapped in a negative thought pattern. It's totally natural to want the cool things your friends have and feel bad about yourself for not creating those things in your life. But you don't need to get attached to those feelings. I think you'll agree 100% that they don't make you feel good. And when you don't feel good, you're less likely to behave in a way 
that you can feel good about later. You know, materialistic things. It's not always the thing that at the end of the day that brings you joy. It has been scientifically proven that the fastest way to a happy, positive state is through feelings of gratitude. So, sound too good to be true? I dare you. I challenge you. Just give it a try. It's free to do, and it is at your fingertips 24-7. Yeah, there you go. That's my gift to you. (sighs) Okay, so beyond the gratitude, right? The next one. This is, this is like our mantra, okay, that I'm spilling into your brain, your little noggins right now. Be, do, have. And I want you to think about it in that order. Lots of people think, once I have enough blank, then I'll be able to do blank, and then I'll finally be blank, right? Now, wise people think, if I decide to be blank, I'll be able to do blank, and then I'll have all the blank I need. Your state is one of the most, if not the most, important variables for you to be aware of and in control of. More than your, perhaps, salary or your friend's salary or whatever, anything else, you know? The way that you show up to other people emotionally emotionally, will impact everything you have and do in life and how you do it. So have you ever noticed that when you're in a really good mood, doors may be open for you? Yeah? You know, people approach you more and you perhaps seem to just receive things out of thin air. Am I right? Like attracts like. Like attracts like, and furthermore, what you expect from people is generally how they'll show up to you. When you're thinking positively, you attract positivity. When you walk around expecting people to lie, cheat, steal, and attract liars, cheaters, and thieves, then you attract all of those things. I'm telling you the truth, the honest-to-God truth. Try going through your day expecting the best possible outcome from every scenario. Right? Sunny side up, baby. Act under the assumption that all people are doing the best that they can at any given moment. They're doing the best that they can and so are you. Now notice how you're received and how people around you start to behave. Right? Awesome. Let's move on. Step number five. Remember to smile for your health and happiness, all right? You know that song, Hamilton? Talk less, smile more. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh. So during this holiday season, set a goal for yourself. And I want the goal to be this. How many people can you get to smile today? Okay? Think of a time when you were feeling down and randomly a passerby smiled at you, right? It's like a little like vibrational compliment. Did it brighten your day? Did it just like make you think, oh my gosh, I'm seen. Now, what if you could have that same effect on a few people each and every single day? Imagine, just imagine 
the ripple effect that that one single act could have in the world, okay? That one little smile could be a domino effect. If each of us committed to making five people, let's say, a day smile from ear to ear, it would dramatically impact the holiday stress that many people experience. I know, we're still talking about the holidays, right? But these are real life examples. You know, it's such a small thing that doesn't cost you anything at all, but it can make a huge impact. The more that you smile, the happier that your mood will be. And when you smile at others, they're likely to perceive you in a better light. Not only that, but according to the research that I've been reading up on, you're actually more likely to be remembered if someone meets you with a smile on your face. You know, as I say, that's the best accessory you could ever put on in a day. So if you're heading to a holiday office party, try to meet and impress someone in a higher position than you, right? And make sure you wear a smile, right? trying to get a bonus, trying to get a promotion. You know, the other step is try to meet someone in the office that you don't normally talk to and give them a smile. Make them feel included as well. Number six and the final tip for this holiday stress reduction, anxiety reducing, all right, tips. Get excited to give. Give and give a lot of love, okay? You know what everyone says, it's the thought that counts. Yeah, you might be like, oh my gosh, KB, you know, rolling your eyes just a little bit because this one, yes, is so cliche. (laughs) Despite how, you know, common and complacent the idea is, have you ever really fell into it? Okay, think about a time someone gave you the perfect holiday gift. It was thoughtful. It was heartfelt. And it was specific to like your eternal being. You're like, oh my gosh, this is me. How do they even know? You know, reflect on how you felt about the person who really took the time and effort to get that gift for you. To wrap it and to present it to you with like love. And they felt grateful doing it, right? We're all of those positive feelings really about the gift itself or how much it cost or was it more about how much love you felt from the sender, right? Thank you. Thank you, right? I mean, I could get a pair of socks and be elated. (laughs) Now think about a time that you gave someone else the perfect gift. You found it online, perhaps. You wrapped it carefully and you presented it with like so much excitement. Can't wait for them to open it up. Excited to see the person's reaction. And you remember how they reacted. Feel how you felt in that moment. Reflect on that. Was their excitement really about the present? Or was it about the fact that you took the time to show them that you care? You know, gift giving during the holidays, it really doesn't have to be about spending a lot of money or getting the newest and best thing. Sometimes enough is enough with a handwritten love letter. You know, that sometimes means 
much more than a $100 charm bracelet, okay? So, this is just like a little dissection about gift giving and just being in the present moment as well. And, you know, you're probably thinking, but what's next? I still feel a little bit overwhelmed. So if you are ready for a paradigm shift mentally, and then that turns into a physical paradigm shift within yourself, and if you're interested in the ability to master your mindset, I have something for you. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Do you see what happened there? So a consultation with me, one, your first consultation with me is absolutely free. This is a gift that you can give to yourself, a spouse, a partner, a friend in need, um, lifestyle design, and mindset coaching with yours truly. So if you have any more questions, please reach out to me. Follow me on Instagram at JustBeAnHonestKB. I usually link everything there, all the information. It is free to have a 15-minute consult with me to ask more questions. And if you want to dive in deeper and have one full consultation with me, I'll give that to you free as well. All right, let's get you started. Let's see how we work together. And let's see if you and your friends, your family members are ready to commit and start 2022 in a new light. I'm excited for you. I am so thrilled to be on your path and your wavelength. And I wanted to let you know, if you stumbled upon this episode, this podcast, for the first time, you were meant to be here. Welcome. And you are meant to hear this message. Welcome. So join me, KB, and let's work together. We're in this together. All right? Until next time, guys, it has been an honor. It has been an absolute pleasure. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love, ciao.